What do Indiana Jones, Team Knight Rider, and the voice of Rogue doing lesbian erotic porn have in common? Why, it's the latest episode of the Major Spoilers podcast. We're recorded from Earth 27 as part of the Major Spoilers second birthday anniversary bash. A new episode every day. Oh boy, this one's a doozy. We sit back and we reminisce about some of our favorite television shows from the 1980s and 90s. Little Indy not being able to stand up because of the case of the short rounds was, may be the funniest thing we've said so far. So. I, I got a bad case of the short rounds. Maybe that's going to be the title of the show. A little, a little penicillin will clear that up. Um, no, I was really surprised after my comment last week. There was actually a lot of comments la- after last yeah, week's I show. Yeah, I saw that. But I was really surprised that people said, you know, I listened to this on the way to work. I, last week I had to take it in to the office with me to finish it. And somebody else said the show should be a minimum of two hours. Hmm. I think that's almost too much. I, I think it is. I think we we should shoot for one hour so that we end up at an hour 30 like we always well, do. Well, we actually end and, up at about an hour 15, hour 20, yeah, which is so probably I, I right where... Fine. So this one's a little bit longer. Last week we were at an hour 30. This week will be an hour 40. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's what we need to do. Cause, yeah. Because if then we, we're always doing a two-hour show... Then it we, becomes we a start letting hour, our, and then it becomes we, a three-hour show. And then, it can be two things. We either start letting ourselves slip and it just gets bigger and bigger. Or... We do a show that is only an hour and a half, and then it's like people start crapping on us. They're like, "Well, you know, usually your shows are two hours. Why did you only right. do an hour and a half show?" Right. And I think, or even worse, we we try and stretch it artificially to yeah. make two hours. Yeah. And I think this show, because we had, I mean, if we're talking everything Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't talk comics, if we didn't talk games, if we didn't talk about action figures, people would say, "You said you were going to talk about everything Indiana Jones." But I clearly remember that yeah. Indiana Jones guest starred in the Star Wars Christmas <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> I think Indiana Jones was actually the one inside the Boba Fett armor. There yeah. you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First appearance. And then of Boba he, Fett. he sold it. He sold it right before it got eaten by the Sarlacc. That's yeah. funny. Nerd. <laughs> so yeah, I think this would be. I, I think this will be an all right show. We'll see how everyone reacts. I really wish I could have gotten Scott on there because he and I could have argued it out yeah, back and forth about skull. why he hated it and why I loved it and. I didn't love it. Love it. I mean, it's not like I'm yeah, gonna it was, marry it. Love it. It was solid. It's <laughs> solid for me. Yeah. Um. You know, Plus, I never. Sh- Sorry, Hang go on. ahead, Matthew. Are you dying? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I, just I think the short rounds are spreading. <laughs> They've spread to his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a dummy. I was uh, cleaning my keyboard again, and I shot myself right down the throat with the uh, canned air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um. Yes, I- folks. I'm a college graduate. <laughs> As a kid, you know, I never got into Indiana Jones because, you know, it was just a guy with a whip and a gun. Right. And for me, I'm serious. It it has to be animals, dinosaurs, robots, or something that is so out there that it actually gets me. And, you know, a fantasy or science fiction that's straight up. Yeah. So for a long time, I resisted Indiana Jones. I, you know, I kind of didn't want to get into it. It kind of looked boring to me. But after going back and watching it, it's like, this, it's great action. It's great pulp. And, you know... It's funny because you get stuff like Hellboy. Hellboy right. wouldn't be what it is without Indiana Jones. Right. Um, and you got other stuff. And right now there's such a slew of 
you know, Nazi stuff and uh, pulp stuff coming back and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like it's looking back at those serials, but it's probably looking at it through the filter of Indiana Jones because right. all the guys that are writing that well, and would we have been even, the right age. We didn't even touch on uh, Alan Quartermain and the uh, right. King Solomon's Monastery Gentleman. No, no, stuff. no, no. The, uh, the well, the uh, actual character. Right, right. But I mean, the King Solomon's Mine mm-hmm. book, which was first. And then the movie, which came out, what, a year or two after Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. 83, yeah. yeah Terrible a, movie. Well, yeah, total direct ripoff. But, I mean, it's fun in what it was. But, yeah, just total, hey, how can we make some money Where's off that, this Raiders um, of the Lost Ark? Romancing thing? the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Yeah, kind of very much Indiana Jones kind of what, what was that? What was that show that had... Uh, Maud? No. Three's Company? <laughs> no. It had a little person. Alf? No. Wizard? That's. I think that's the one. Mr. Wizard? Is that the Not one? Mr. Or is that the, the, wizard? I think the Wizard. The Wizard. The wizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I watched it in Mexico, and it just, you know, the name was in Spanish, so I never knew what, what was it. was it in Spanish? El Hechicero, which oh. means, like, the sorcerer. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So I, I remember, and I never knew what the hell was going on with it. I remember only watching maybe one or two episodes of that. But, but I, I remember really show. liking it. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I and, think and the only time reason, I could catch it, it was only on um, during the summer in reruns because I must have been doing something else on nights when it was regularly running. And during mm-hmm. the summer, you don't have time to see anything about it. But yeah, I remember liking that and, too. And for some reason, the the conversation about, I think, the Indiana Jones TV show just sort of jogged my mind about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not really sure why. I think there was this one episode where he kind of like, he's trying to impress this cult that's trying to kill him and his sidekicks. And he just kind of levitates above the water. And he's like, oh, I am a god and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and afterwards, they're like, oh, how'd you do it? And he's like, oh, you know, wizard never reveals his secrets. <laughs> So I was like, now I gotta go back and find that. And now we also should talk about uh, Tales of the Gold Monkey. Did you ever oh, see that? I hated that you hated oh. that show. See, that's another hated. show that I would have loved to have watched, but it was on Wednesday nights when I was forced to go to religion class, mm. and so I missed it. I think I only saw one or two episodes, and it was before we had uh, our VCR. And so I never got to see an episode of that. But everybody said it was such a good show. Never heard of it. Oh, very much a ripoff of in Indiana Jones set yeah. in the South Pacific, and this guy is a pilot. Mm. And, Wasn't it uh, like Bruce Boxleitner? Yeah, I think that's who it was, yeah. There was, um. well, then, you know, you get Tomb and Raider, yeah. and then the uh, Tia Carrera ripoff. Oh, yeah, no, that was actually Relic, Relic Hunter. Hunter. Relic Hunters, yeah. You know, I think I saw one or two episodes of that, and I was like, you know what, this isn't too bad. It's, you know, who was it directed by? It, it like, felt like a Bruce Campbell production. Oh, like, really? It felt, to me, like Xena or Jack of All Trades. Like, it kind of had that, it, it's weird, it had that texture, that kind of character interaction. It's it's kind of what it felt like to me. Maybe it's yep. just, like, it was kind of low saw, budget. The only episode I saw is something about a black scorpion or something. That was the mm-hmm. only episode that I saw, I was like, oh, that was a pretty good episode. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing this again, but and, then know, again, it was on one of those, yeah, Tia Carrera. It was on See. during one of those... Uh, uh, syndicated runs mm-hmm. where it was same way with uh, Pamela Anderson's VIP, which is another show I also really liked when it when, yeah. for what it was. And um, there was that awful show like just called like The Immortal with like Lorenz was it Lorenzo Lamas or something like that Highlander. Yeah. No, no, it was, but it was that it was it was just it a was total rip off of Highlander, except he fought demons instead of other immortals. Wow. I like the Highlander TV series. See, yeah. one yeah, of the tricks of, of working master <laughs> control. Yeah. Could you flip the satellite Fried over? Chicken. Could you flip the satellite over and watch anything? 
Oh yeah, we used to watch Team Knight Rider and VIP and uh, nice. the, something else in like a three-hour block. And I, I developed a deep, deep-seated love for Team Knight Rider. Team Knight Rider was, was I don't it remember was just that. Hilarious! Like th- there was, it, I, I liked it because it was like one step away from being Transformers. I was like, yeah, you really? just need to flip that switch and make it Transformers. It's, Instead of having, you know, the one snotty car, they had five snotty cars. Really? And two and, motorcycles. Yeah. And two motorcycles, and then, like, these five characters who were drawn together who hated each other and yet kind of loved each other. But, you know, they had, they had a big truck that was a redneck, and then they had one little sports car that was this little British girl who yeah. was all snotty. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible show. It, it but, was, but it was so much fun for some reason. And they, they built up this mythology. With, Never You know, with it. the syndicated programming, you're locked in. You got 26 episodes. Right. So they would build up this mythology, and the overarching mythology of Team Knight Rider is, what happened to Michael Knight? Ah, mm. which was and not answered Knight- in the NBC series. Well, of course not, because the show was canceled after 22 episodes. Because oh, that's probably sucked. why I never saw it, was because it was one I'll season. I'll tell you what happened. VIP to, to... went really well. Yeah, it Cleopatra went for a couple seasons. Cleopatra 25, 25 or whatever, that one was okay. That oh, went man. for a couple Cleopatra seasons. Cleopatra 25. Jack of 20... All Trades went for two seasons, right? Yeah, starring Mini-Me for a while. Oh, did it? Jack yeah. of All Trades had that in there? I just Jack remember all... it was Bruce Campbell. And I was like, oh, Bruce Campbell can go Jack of All Trades had... Um, there was there was I think this whole arc that featured Napoleon and oh, of yeah? course Napoleon was played by Mini by the ah, guy who plays Mini Me okay. as, as a, I guess and yeah as an extreme example I guess of how short Napoleon <laughs> was supposed to be I, I don't think he was quite supposed to be that short but and then what else uh, Zena of course of course and Hercules and what was, Hercules yeah I remember when remember when uh, what was that action it was called the action pack. Yeah, and it had Midnight Run, Hercules, Vanishing Sun, Vanishing Sun, and what was which the other I one? never saw, but I always wanted to. I think yeah, it I was think like I... I think it came on after Hercules, which was like yeah. past my bedtime. Yeah, so. yeah, mine too. Yeah, I can't remember the fourth one in that action pack, and they'd always rotate them. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I watched that is because a friend of mine from high school uh, was either the DP or one of the uh, headlighters on the uh, Midnight Run. Mm. Uh, serial ones that they did so yeah cool. i think vanishing sun was kind of like a kung fu thing yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. it yeah, i mean wasn't like, it a, like the show yeah. kung fu yeah what about crow's, the, uh, the crow stairway to heaven maybe that's mark to mark DeCoscos playing the uh, basically playing the brandon crow. lee yeah not even playing eric Dreven, but playing brandon lee wow Man, there were some good syndicated shows yeah there, there and, was like kind of a golden age of syndication there for a bit yeah. and and now it's just and they were trying to make it they were really making a push to make it work yeah yeah well even you know vip i thought was a good show and well, that I was mean, one that jumped on whatever network it was on i mean Baywatch was a syndicated vip show. was on nbc for like 12 seconds and then went into syndication yeah same thing with with Baywatch too but i mean you also have to look at Baywatch it from the Nights. perspective of a lot of the successful shows had the same people involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where it was the you know the gang that did Xena and Hercules and then Hercules in space, whatever that was. Andromeda. Oh, right. Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah, yeah, that was Andromeda Ascendant. Yes. Okay, Androm- Andromeda was a an awesome series because it was filled with incredibly hot space babes. I think I only watched like four or five episodes of that is all I can remember. I, I remember I was... tuning into one episode and seeing, oh, anthropomorphic animal aliens, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing about Andromeda that was fascinating was that the Andromeda, the character, was the central, sh- the, mm-hmm. the processing core of the ship. Right. But she had a separate identity that was a hologram, and then a third identity that was an android. 
So yes, at, one, at one point, as their experiences were different, the android and the hologram and the ship didn't think alike. So they would have like long conversations where they disagreed, and finally the android stomped off the ship screaming, I don't have to take this abuse from me! Nice. And, nice. Yeah, and became her own and, kind of being after that, exactly. right? Exactly. The woman yeah. who played the android was like scorchingly hot, hotter than yeah. donut grease. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I'd crawl a mile to lick the scum out of her bathtub. That's well, you how know, pretty they're... You know what was an other syndicated one was um, Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And Voyager were both syndicated. Uh, well, wait, no. Uh, Voyager kicked off the uh, Paramount the Network. UPN, yeah. Yeah, UPN. Yeah, next Gen. Next Gen and Deep Space Nine were syndicated. Although Next I generation. think most people thought Fox was the at that time the other syndicated that if you wanted to watch Next Generation it was on Fox, but it oh. wasn't a Fox it wasn't no. a Fox show it wasn't no. part of their lineup right and, and it might depend where you were I mean I remember you know when I was working for NBC for a while I remember going to Ooh, different places I work for NBC hey I work for NBC too uh, for their sci-fi channel website so oh you did man yeah. you gotta get me an in uh, it's easy um, but it's demanding I'll bet um, but yeah I remember being surprised that all of the shows that we had were on different networks because I was just starting to understand what syndication was yeah. it's like Judge Mathis where'd you go <laughs> why'd you leave us oh what are some other good uh, syndicated shows what was the one? The other Gene Roddenberry program? Um, no. Oh, the the Alien one. Oh, that one was pretty good too. That went for a lot of seasons. Gene Roddenberry's one? V or something? No, no, no. It was kind of like <laughs> that, but the it was like there's this very sinister. These aliens come to planet Earth. Gosh, can't remember the name of it. They come to planet Earth and they have all invasion. this high tech. No, no, not invasion. What alienation. No, not alienation. Not a crash landing thing, but. As they are starting to kind of work with the the United States, um, it's discovered that they have this base on the far side of the moon mm. and that they've been plotting actually to destroy Earth or destroy the inhabitants of Earth instead of work with us. Earth Final Conflict. That's what it was. It's a cookbook. It was actually a pretty good series. I remember catching that off and on. Mm -hmm. It's made of people. Do you know mm. how long that went, Matthew? Final conflict? Uh, like Earth five Earth. years. My friend Marcia, who you may remember as Tom Boaz's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Marcia used to watch it religiously and edit out the commercials. Um, was Farscape syndicated or was that a sci-fi channel? I think it was. I think, I think it, was it was always syndicated. Sci no, I thought it was always sci-fi. Was it? Well, maybe not. Who knows? I maybe know. one of the listeners know. Earth Final Conflict was on from 97 to 02, according to the mighty IMDb. Um, Interesting. It doesn't seem like it was on that long. No, I don't. I well, maybe because I only got to pay attention to it for about two years before True. I moved. To, before I packed up and moved to California, which is where I and discovered I, the 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 wonderfulness of VIP. Yeah, Farscape. True. I never got into. I kind of wanted to, but there's something about the space opera genre that just kind of pushes me yeah, away. I you just, know what's? I love Stargate the movie. Yeah, but for some reason the TV series came out. It's syndicated for sure. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. could never get into that. No, me neither. And the couple episodes that I watched, I'm like, you know what? This is pretty good. Eh, I'm not going to watch it anymore. You know, but and then the, it became this huge thing over at Sci-Fi when Sci-Fi picked it up. Mm -hmm. And yeah. because the Stargate fans are rabid, the Stargate yeah, fans are. are like, they are like Buffy happy about their show, and they, you, they do, they brook no dis disgust about it. I mean. Season 7, Season 8, Season 9, and Season 10 were announced to be the last, and the fans went, fuck you! Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. We will pay you whatever you want for I the DVDs. I, I remember people saying that. We will pay you. How much does it cost to produce a show? We can raise that much money per show. Yeah. There, and that was a pretty big deal. Yeah, there was some good syndicated stuff out there. There's also a lot of crap. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Cleopatra 2525. Like Team Knight Rider. Team Knight Rider. <laughs> that immortal thing, Rider, I don't know. Getting back to Team Knight Rider for just a minute. Okay. The, the thing that was really awesome about it was that one of the characters was such a huge fan of Star Trek that his character name was Trek. Nice. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was this super genius who helped to invent the artificial intelligences and stuff. Yeah. Team Knight Rider had horrible special effects. I remember the two motorcycles could combine into a single vehicle, and it was like exactly. the blue lightning from the Emperor turned them into a single vehicle. By the way, I'm glad that that blue lightning has found work. I mean, after Star Wars, you know, you think it would go down. But, you know, he got that gig in Back to the Future as part of the DeLorean. You know, he was doing pretty well. And then, you know, it's good to see him pop up on Team Knight Rider. Um, what was that... Uh I kind of wanted to start a MySpace page for uh, the blue, <laughs> blue lightning effect. Blue lightning. <laughs> the blue lightning. What about Renegade? Remember that? With Lorenzo uh, Lamez? I liked it better when it was called Snake Eater. Was that what it was? It, well, Snake Eater was the movie that he did, and I remember watching oh. Joe Bob Briggs one night. And he, we played Snake Eater, and Joe Bob came around at the end of Snake Eater, and he's like, all right, now it's time for Snake Eater 2. And I got to tell you, it's no Snake Eater 1. <laughs> I just, I'm like, that, that's such an apt description that doesn't tell me nothing. I did enjoy the Highlander series. Yeah. For, again, there's a lot of series that, because they're in syndication, and this is the problem with syndication, you don't know when it's on, what like, channel it's on, and so you're flipping through even the, yeah, makes it, you you're know. flipping through the dial, and you're like, oh, Pamela Anderson and a bunch of other hot girls running around thing- solving crime. What is this show? <laughs> VIP? It's what Scooby-Doo should have been. <laughs> <laughs> it's on when and then it's like okay now i've got to go eat lunch oh damn what time was that show on last week yeah. is it on was it on saturday was it on sunday oh a football game's on now does that mean the show's gonna be on later tonight what's gonna happen with yeah. it and so you just lose track of all these shows highlander was that way vip was that way jack of all trades was that way for a lesser yep. extent hercules and xena were the same way although yeah. i never really got After into they either took of them those. off of prime time because they were on prime they were on while. yeah they were on that um were they on Upin? Upin? They went up with WB. Who was on? They were on W. They oh, were on WGN right. during prime um, time. No, 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 no. What? Yeah. Because they were part of the action pack. Then Kevin Sorbo got his own Hercules series. That was. Uh, it might have. It, that whole thing might have been on syndication. But I used to watch it on the WB. I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. Because I Maybe remember. Because I, I, I think I was too. living in Los Angeles at the time. WB Channel Five. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, You're- probably. One of the greatest shows of all time, not in syndication, The Rockford Files. Never heard of it. (gasps) (laughs) Never heard of The Rockford Files? No. How dare you kill him? That's okay. It was was on a TV about a decade before he was born. (laughs) Local man found choked by Indiana Jones toy whip. Police sift clues. My God, never seen The Rockford Files. Oh, The Rockford Files is the best. Oh, God. I've got all. I I've got all. Uh, what is it? The first four or five seasons are on DVD, and I have those. So yeah, you need to loan him season one simply so he can see 
just, I mean, the Rockford Files was like the it, prototype you know, for it, a lot of the stuff we loved in the 80s. Yes. Oh, yeah. Certainly, if you look at Magnum P.I. and you look at Simon and & Simon and... Um, Miami Vice? No, not Miami Vice. But if you look at those other detective shows I'm just shows going through the, the list time, of 80s shows that I know. Their Rockford Files pwned all Punky those Punky Brewster. Yeah, Punky Brewster. Yeah. It was hey, just like Punky Brewster. About- you remember the episode where the dog died and Punky had to hunt down this killer? What about and- the... You're they had that tent stand over the, the waterfall. Um, what's what's the who's the guy that does Shark? What's his name that's on CBS now? The head James the, James Woods. Yes, he was in the first oh. episode of um, maybe the first two episodes of the Rockford Files, where Ooh, he's accused. He's accused of. He's accused of killing his parents, and then Rockford. Proves that he doesn't, but then also finds out at the end that he did kill his parents. Ooh, so it's dun, really dun, dun, Rockford uh, Files, the best, one of the yeah. best shows ever. I could just sit down and watch that. Well, let me let me. If ask I you. only had one TV series on an <laughs> island to watch for the rest of my life, it would on be the Rockford island Files. with your Indiana Jones movie and Jenna Jameson. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> He doesn't mean with the movie. <laughs> no, he means, I do. He wants no, to hang Rockford out with Files, Indiana Jones Rockford Files, and Jenna Jameson. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Jen- the real-life Jenna Jameson. Syria. Actually, the, the real-life <laughs> Jenna Jameson. Like 2001, I was going to say 99, and recovering from, like, skin cancer, if I'm not Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the 1999-2001 Jenna Jameson. That'd, all be, right. that'd be all right. Did you, okay, did you guys ever watch Gargoyles? Yeah, the cartoon series. Yeah, I thought Gargoyles was fantastic. Like you know, it's I think it as Gargoyles was coming out, I was making the transition. I think from wanting to watch just straight up Whatever. action into yeah, something yeah. that I had an actual plot line, yeah, story. And that one and, also had a one that a uh, uh, storyline that was very yeah broad. It, and 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 I think it it did a good job of retconning a lot of things very seamlessly. I think halfway through the first season, they were like, you know what, we've brought up we've done a lot of things let's start tying everything together retroactively yeah yeah but it never felt forced i yeah. mean I, I think it was the same guy writing the first two seasons and actually then disney took it away from him and he went and i think he wrote a comic book that was the real third season of gargoyles right while yeah. disney did like the goliath chronicles right yep and the thing about gargoyles that that was really disconcerting to me was it had that dark wing duck kind of kid friendly art right but it had these weird dark storylines with like mm-hmm. lieutenant Worf killing and eating people and it was yeah <laughs> and i you know being being a voice guy i was bothered by the fact that everybody from star trek the next generation yeah, showed up all on the that voice show. work yeah oh See, you know I what we know. should have mentioned during the indiana jones podcast how could you not talk about indiana jones without talking about ducktales which was a direct <laughs> ripoff of well Obviously, they well, were taking from the Carl Barks uh, classic right. tale, which actually were... inspired Indiana Jones. Well, in the you, first place, if you read, uh, if you believe that, I That's believe it because I read not canon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean the whole uh, uh, what was his name? Um, Scrooge now Duck. I am the master. No, no, no. Uh, the the dorky uh, pilot. Oh, Launchpad Launch, McQuack. Launchpad McQuack. That's right. My favorite character of the whole series. But yep. you got to admit, a lot of those adventures were very inspired, especially the first um, first seasons, the first DuckTales movie, the four episodes, mm-hmm. where they go to the Lost City of Gold. Very cool. Very That's cool That's actually episode. taken from a Carl Burke story. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. One oh, of the but, things that I, I loved mean, about DuckTales was, was Darkwing Duck myself. 
Simply because of that episode where they had the Justice Ducks of America. Yes. yes. Where Gizmo Duck came Gizmo across. Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck and Launchpad and Darkwing Duck and like several other. There was a vampire, uh, like a vampirous duck, like yeah. an Elvira duck or something like that. I think her name was like Magicka Dispel yeah, or Magica something. Yeah, Magicka Dispel, yeah. yeah. And then there was the Neptuna, the goddess of, of the water. And then there was the duck who got turned into a dinosaur. Yeah. And they all became the Justice Ducks of America. You know, we've actually interviewed the guy who used to write Darkwing Duck on our website. Wait, seriously? Tad Stones, yeah. The the guy from You'll Have That used to write that? No, 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 no. The guy from uh, who who wrote the uh, Hellboy animated movies. Oh. Tad Stones. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ask him what would have happened. <laughs> what would have happened? How did it end? I, I actually did specifically talk to him about Darkwing. And uh, what was going on with that? And he was, he was pretty cool about that. I had i had a friend who worked for an uh, um, audiobook company for a while. And he got to meet Rogue from the X-Men cartoon. Like oh, yeah? the, the woman who did the voice of Rogue. And I was like, oh my god, what's she like? Is she hot? Oh my god, I have a total crush on her voice. <laughs> and then you find out the voice just doesn't really match. Well, and he's, the... a, he's, you know, he's a pretty normal looking lady and stuff. Yeah. And she's... Unfortunately, doing lesbian erotica nowadays. Excellent. But I think it probably pays better than doing the X Men. So I was like, I okay, what's the serial number of that book? I'll buy it. <laughs> Wait, I Rogue mean, it sounds doing what? <laughs> Rogue from All the X Men doing lesbian her. erotica. I mean, narrating it. How much hotter can that possibly get? Narrating it. Okay, I'm. A, I'm I like, thought maybe I she think... was doing it, but well, I mean, it's an audio book, so you might as well I've be. All right, awesome. I've had that dream. <laughs> the rogue's powers I don't, don't absorb as much from women, if you know what I mean. I don't understand why she's not dying if she's touching Rogue. I gotta stop recording. <laughs> Don't forget, you can do us a big favor by spreading the word about Major Spoilers, podcast, and the website. Tell all your friends, tell your relatives, tell the person that's standing next to you in the comic book store. Yeah, you might get a strange look or two, but after they listen to the show, after they go to the website, they'll thank you for it. Again, Majorspoilers.com is the website. MySpace.com slash Majorspoilers is our MySpace page. You can subscribe to this show via iTunes or Podcast Alley. And special thanks to everyone who's going out there and putting those really fine, fancy comments about the show up there. We really appreciate all of that. Tomorrow, episode 28 from Earth 28. We'll see you next time. Stop talking about comic books or I'll kill you. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. 
It's Stenge Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.